the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Welcome to The Art of Significance with your host, Hall of Fame speaker, New York Times bestselling author, university professor, gold record songwriter, and award-winning athlete, Dan Clark. Get ready for engaging discussions with some of the most influential people in the world who will impart their wisdom, stories, and inspiration on why and how to achieve the level beyond success. Now here's your host, Dan Clark. Welcome, and I love to brag on myself a little bit. That guitar intro and exit for my show comes from my very, very first album recorded back in in the dark ages where my fingers were actually twinkle toes on the guitar neck that's me playing that guitar riff thinking i'm all eddie van halen in a bag of chips i bring that up just to make sure that we understand some communication uh techniques basically i call them the rules of engagement where uh, as i learned from a, a speaker coach mr flynn we have to be ordinary before we are Extraordinary. As a professional speaker, I realized a long time ago that people don't relate to our perfections if we even have any. They relate to our imperfections. That you as listeners, you don't really give a rat's wakazoodle if I've ever succeeded. You want to know, did I ever fail? Did I ever fall down? And then what did I do about it? What were your steps of resiliency? How did you understand that if you get knocked down seven times, you definitely should and can get back up eight? Well, I really believe it's it's a message that has percolated and incubated within me and in my soul for so long. But only in the next in the last few years have I have ever had a chance to quantify my thoughts and feelings and put it into words, which is why I wrote my book. I've written 34 books as you know, why I wrote my book The Art of Significance Achieving the Level Beyond Success, published by Penguin Random House, but it is the title obviously of this Uh, this program on the Influencers Channel that I'm so proud to be part of. When we start figuring out the difference between success and significance, we will finally understand the difference between a mission statement and a purpose statement. Working on a mission versus living on purpose. And so today's show is focused on two guests who happen to be you know, the, the Starsky and Hutch, the Thelma and Louise, the Batman and Robin of uh, the Influencers Channel as Desiree and Jennifer have a show that immediately follows this show on the same channel, the Influencers Channel. So obviously I want you to all stay tuned and tune into their amazing show. But our conversation today is going to be about whatever they want it to be about. But you know, they're certified belief breakthrough coaches. They understand uh, how to find greater success in all areas of life. But I want to do a little preamble. I want to share my philosophy, and it's more than theory. It's time-tested and uh, and proven process of how we can actually go from a transactional leader to a transformational leader and begin by working on ourselves so that self-mastery, as I would say, self-mastery is 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 automatic, that self-mastery is permanent, 
that winning is personal and leadership, both personal and organizational leadership, are automatic. So quickly, to set the tone for my guests, I want you to just think for a moment and answer to yourself, what do you do is the mission. What you do is the mission. The purpose is why you do it. So a mission focuses on operating a business. Purpose focuses on sharing a dream. A mission is strategic. Purpose is cultural. A mission is motivational. Purpose is aspirational. A mission creates buy-in. Purpose instills ownership. It's my company. A mission provides focus, purpose fuels passion, a mission builds a company, purpose builds a community, and in the old tired cliche, which is so profound, a mission lays bricks, and a purpose builds cathedrals. In other words, the art of significance is figuring out how to leave a legacy, knowing that the goal in life, my friends, is not to live forever. The goal is to create something that will, in every moment when we're present in that moment, it's almost automatic that people will leave us saying, I like me best when I'm with you. I want to see you again. When we uplift and seek to serve, not to sell, it's never a sales pitch, it's a serve pitch. In any situation, when we can focus in on serving the other so that he or she leaves us saying, I like me best when I'm with you, I want to see you again, then we are in the empowerment business. We are in the people building business And people are attracted to us and our philosophy based on our character. If that makes sense, that's what I wanted to talk about to introduce my my two guests, my my partners in crime, my co-hosts of the show that follows me, Desiree Aldridge and Jennifer Buss. So let me just quickly give you their brief bios. I could go on and on. Just a quick bio so you understand Uh, why you should stay tuned, why you should listen, why you should pull out a pad of paper and take copious notes, why you should connect your head with your heart and listen in between the lines of our conversation. Desiree Aldridge is a powerful speaker who specializes in helping individuals find, recognize, and honor their inner voice to step into more confidence and find greater success in all areas of life. Think about that. In previous shows, I know I've referenced a conversation I had with one of my football teammates. He was drafted into the National Football League in the second round to the Philadelphia Eagles. After two years with the Eagles, he's traded to my Oakland Raiders. After four years in the NFL, playing at a superstar level, one day he walks out of practice, quits never to play again. Why? He loved being a football player, but he hated playing football. He got what he wanted, but he hated what he got. Desiree Aldridge teaches individuals how to trust themselves and release faulty beliefs that no longer serve them. She's also a great friend of mine. Desiree is a mentor, author, expert, belief breakthrough coach, entrepreneur, and co-host on Empowered Talk radio show, Voice America, as I said, that follows uh, this show. Her her co-host, is Jennifer Buss, another friend of mine, an exciting live radio show called Empowered. You'll hear that in, a, in, a, in an hour from now, where both of these young ladies bring stories of hope and healing and features content that, that feature content from incredible guests <laughs> like me someday. 
Jennifer is a passionate, transformational speaker, mentor, published author, wellness coach, certified Reiki master. Whoa. Talk about high-end massage therapy without even touching the body. Amazing. She's a gifted healer then and a certified belief breakthrough coach. And Jennifer utilizes these tools and guides others to actively create the life of their dreams. Yeah, limit, eliminate the limiting beliefs and, and let's live the life unlimited. Let's figure out a way to get the life we dream of, not just the job that's left over or the life that we think we don't deserve and yet we have it anyway. Jennifer is founder of A Hero's Journey where she teaches others how to take back power in their life. So without any more, and I could read on and on, let me welcome to the show for just a, 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 probably four minutes before we take our first commercial break so that you as listeners get an idea of the power of these women <clears throat> as individuals and as a team. And then at the commercial break, you have a chance to get family, friends, coworkers to gather around your computer, your listening device, and be empowered for the rest of the day. Welcome to the show, beautiful Desiree. Welcome to the show, beautiful Jennifer. You're smart, talented, sassy. You never say never. I'm proud to be your friends. Welcome to the show, Desiree and Jennifer. Are you there yet? I am here, Dan. I just barely called in to the Voice America's Influencers channel, and I'm just waiting for Jen. Oh, I love it, Desiree, because I just bragged on you like you can't believe. I thought for sure you were going to say, could you repeat that, please? You know what? I I am very grateful and honored to have you as a friend, Dan. And thank you. Thank you so much for bragging on me. It's so funny. Make sure Desiree goes back and listens to the podcast because, you know, I I mean, I thought I gagged you and you were just trying to catch your breath. (laughs) You didn't answer me when I said, welcome to the show. Anyway, we're going to go to a commercial break pretty soon. So before Desiree joins us, let's just talk about you for for, for an instant. How did you and Desiree meet as a songwriter? Most hit songs are co-written. Most songwriters have a songwriting partner. You know, you got McCartney and Lennon. You know, you got Tim and Elton. So obviously there's a reason that Desiree and Jennifer have been linked together. Give me your version. So this, are you asking Jennifer or Des? Sorry, we're both on now. I'm I not know quite you are, sure. but because because uh, Jennifer was on first, Desiree, let me have her answer the question first and then you please. Welcome, by the way. Thank you. So Jennifer, tell me how you, how you met and why this is such an extraordinary uh, companionship. Why is this such an extraordinary co-hosting um, relationship so you can actually, you know, team up to empower the world? Awesome. Well, Des and I, we we met probably a year and a half ago, and we did not realize all the commonalities that we had at that time. Um, we met through some seminars and, and events and conferences that we were attending and serving in, and, and the more we got to know each other, the more we realized we both had incredible stories of healing. And so we actually started collaborating on, we're, we're looking to create a book, um, probably an anthology of stories of healing. And as we were working to do that, Des had the opportunity for this Voice America radio show um, come to her and she was like, hey, Jen, what do you think? Do you want to do you want to co-host this with me? And I was like, absolutely. And so our book has been put a little bit on hold as we've 
tackled this awesome opportunity to create this radio show, and it's just been so much fun um, and and so empowering for us to to step into this. We've had amazing stories of healing on our show as well, and and I feel like it's all just amazing path that will will help lead to the book that we were initially creating. But it's it's been a journey that we didn't really see coming, and the more we've worked together, the more we realize just how how many commonalities we have, how much our stories align, and how how our missions are are kind of essentially the same and what we're here to do and what we want to inspire others to do. I love it. Okay, Desiree, add to that. Tell us tell us how you met, uh, actually not the, de- yeah, maybe a little bit more of the details of how you knew you connected at this purpose level, how you knew that you didn't just share the same mission, you wanted to live on purpose and together you could amplify what you were doing as individuals. Well, I think both Jen and I, we've had we've had struggles that we've had to overcome in our life, and some were pretty deep, dark struggles at a very young age. And as Jen and I collaborated, we realized, like she said, the commonalities of our story. Um, I was actually found victim of a ra- fell victim to a rape when I was 14 years old on my 14th birthday, actually, and it was with a good family friend. And um, from that young age, I kind of felt like I lost my voice. Um, I kind of gave it away, I guess I could say, and um, I grew up in a pretty controlling environment, and so for all those years, you know, I I didn't use it, I let others tell me what to do, and I lost sight of who I was, and I fell into deep, dark depression for several years, and... <laughs> I had a unique experience about four or five years ago. I actually was diagnosed with um, with a brain tumor. And um, who would have known that that could have been my greatest gift to help me find my voice? I kept going from doctor to doctor and um, only to, to be told that there was nothing wrong. I had just had my fourth baby, so everybody was telling me it was postpartum depression, anxiety. And I, I knew that if I didn't act that... I probably wasn't going to be there to raise my family if I didn't trust myself, if I didn't dig deep and listen to that inner voice. And so it was through that that I actually found my voice and it led me to a transformational seminar where I actually met Jennifer and um, she was speaking on stage and I was so impressed with her story and I instantly connected with her and we, we began talking and collaborating and, and getting to know one another and she became a good friend and then when I did the competition with Voice America, I was actually doing it with a different partner that I was working with at the time. And she decided that she didn't want to move forward um, and do the live radio show. And so instantly, like I, Jen had said, we had been collaborating on doing a book. And it was just like the stars aligned. It was just God's will. It's it. He brought us together. I, I truly believe that and, and led us to where we are today. So, Desiree... Aldridge, so you worked as a first grade teacher and and then in the self in a self-contained classroom. Mm-hmm. When did you actually catch the vision that your mission and purpose was larger than just a first class first grade classroom? And that's not diminishing the significance of being a teacher. My oldest daughter is a middle school special education teacher. You and I and <laughs> and Jennifer, we've all talked about the love that I have and our family has for educators. But when did you finally realize that your mission was larger than the confines of a school building? Um, it was after I started attending the seminars 
And when I started looking back on my life and I started to see the significance of the experiences that I had gone through, and honestly, I went, I went and I prayed to God and I started asking him what my purpose was because I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I was coming home every day. I was drained. I was tired. And, and working in a self-contained classroom in and of itself can do that because those kids are so demanding and, and they just need that extra love and attention. And so I just recognized <clears throat> that I wanted to touch people on a higher level. I wanted to share my message with the world. I wanted to touch lives that I couldn't within the walls of the school. And the beautiful thing is I can still touch those lives. I can go into schools, I can speak, and I, and I can still touch um, the lives of children, but I can also touch it outside of the schools by, by jumping on a bigger platform and expanding myself. I love it. So Desiree loves learning about the methods of communication, obviously, my friend. And you are a wife and mother of four little boys, Jennifer Buss. Your 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 resume is equally fascinating to me, and I can see how you and Desiree fit as a hand in a glove because Jennifer specializes in guiding women who have experienced sexual abuse or trauma into stepping out of being a victim and into being the hero in their life story. And Jennifer has a bachelor's degree in psychology with a minor in family and human development, which is a cool, way, way powerful combination, obviously. But prior to Jennifer's speaking and mentoring career, she worked several years as a social worker. So I'm just trying to paint this word picture, listeners, about the power of this dynamic duo. And the most intriguing thing right now is that Jennifer Buss and her husband Preston Buss are blessed with five amazing sons. So between Desiree and Jennifer, we have the two proud mothers of nine boys. Let's talk about something controversial. You'll come back after the, after the break to answer. But here is the question. As I've uh, interviewed some of the movers and shakers, national leaders of this Me Too hashtag uh, times up movement, I did my research and discovered that actually this Me Too movement was created 10 years ago by an African-American woman. And Mm. when she's interviewed today in 2018, she says, it's not about shaming and blaming men. It's not about trying to pick off the eagles of industry and trying to, you know, arrest or accuse men of sexual harassment, sexual misconduct, sexual assault. It's about focusing in on the victims and and helping women who have been sexually abused with, you know, to deal with domestic violence. So she took a very positive approach. And so here's the question that I want both of you to just think about for a moment as we go to our first commercial break. As the mothers of nine little boys, (laughs) it seems to me that you are now experts as women on the women's side of it, as beautiful, smart, sassy, feminist women who are are blessed with nine boys between you. Maybe we could talk about what you think it means to be a real man, how you can help young boys grow up to be those respectful men that need to put women on a pedestal, equal pay, equal opportunity, the equality, 
And then we'll focus back in on exactly what you ladies want to talk about for the rest of the show. But I wanted to just go there because it seems that this is the teaching moment, knowing that you are are responsible for the training and 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 blessing the lives of nine little guys. <laughs> so let me let's go to commercial break and come right back. My guests are Desiree Aldridge, Jennifer Buss, who are co-hosts of the Empowered program that immediately follows this show. So again. During this first commercial break, I want you to gather your friends, family members, co-workers together. Even if it's a rebroadcast podcast on demand, you don't want to miss our conversation. This is Dan Clark, VoiceAmerica.com, Influencers Channel, and we'll be back from commercial break in just a minute. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you're an event meeting planner like me, you have two ongoing challenges. You can't afford to have a speaker who bombs. And when you do have an amazing speaker, who in the world do you bring into next year's meeting that will top them? Well, you never have to worry again. Book Dan Clark. Dan Clark is one of the most incredible human beings on the planet. He's been named one of the top 10 speakers in the world. He's known for customizing his speech around your meeting theme. So your people leave with benefits that last a lifetime. Here's the number, 1-800-676-1121. Or just visit danclark.com. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're listening to The Art of Significance featuring your host, Dan Clark. If you want to join in on this week's discussion, give us a call at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop Dan a line via email to danclark at xmission.com. Now back to the Art of Significance. Here again is Dan Clark. I'm here with my guests Desiree Aldridge and Jennifer Buss, co-hosts of the show that immediately follows this show called Empowered on the Influencers Channel. The tough question that I posed to these two wonderful mothers and women <laughs> was they're the, collectively the mothers of nine little boys. And I want to just take a moment for you to give us your take on this Me Too uh, Time's Up movement. And I already gave you my take on it that it shouldn't be let's just, you know, 
catch every man on the planet doing something wrong <laughs> and go after the shaming and blaming of the male species. Let's just talk about what it really has the power to do, and that is to focus in on the sexually abused and the domestic violence and the trauma that occurs in so many women's lives that you two women are, are out serving. Let's talk about the Me Too and then what your suggestions are individually about it, what we need to do to train our young boys to become amazing men. Absolutely. Well, it definitely is. Um, it's it's a responsibility. I don't think either of us take lightly to to be raising this many boys. And it is kind of funny and kind of ironic that we've we've got all boys. Um, we're boy moms, and and this is Jen. Um, I. I don't know that there's ever been a person on this earth that's wanted a daughter as much as I have, and yet I keep getting <laughs> blessed with sons. And so, and and I love them all to pieces, of course. And 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 for me, I feel like it's almost been um, this ironic lesson from God to to have me raise these little baby boys up to. I've actually got some teenagers now, and and to see that like. It's been a part of my healing story as I've had my own trauma with sexual abuse in my youth as well. It's been a part of my healing story to see that like men, to understand men in a different way by raising my own. So that's definitely been, it's an interesting question that you pose for us. And and as I've got teenagers, um, you know, I've shared my story with them. I've, I've, I've taught and, and spoken at different youth groups that they've attended. And, and so we've had an open discussion about it and the trauma that I went through. And, and I feel like that helps definitely open their eyes and open the door to, to some of these tougher topics and being able to um, just even create more openness for them to come to me with things that they've now struggled with and, and, and to just hopefully create that understanding of, of, of what's, maybe what some of the victims go through on that side of things and 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 to just be able to to open up that dialogue like you said the me too movement to me um is more about having a voice and not staying silent with with some of these traumas and things that so many of us go through and you know the more we've talked about it the more people have come to us saying I've gone through something similar, but I've never told anybody. And they, they're not even ready to tell us yet other than that little bit of like, me too, you know, but I'm not ready to talk yet. And and I feel like definitely opening up this, this secrecy that has revolved around it, especially the older generations, like my mother and my grandmother's generation, they wouldn't have talked about it, period, at all. Like, no way, you know. And so talking about this bringing it to the, you know, from the darkness to the light and being able to show people that there is hope for healing. There is hope for overcoming, you know, stepping out of that, whatever it's done to damage you in whatever way that you can overcome that and let that now become a strength of yours. Um, it, it's just a way of, for me, of showing hope of, of being able to create healing and be able to hopefully turn this around so that the yes, more sir. we can teach our young men as they're young the effects that those kind of decisions have, you know, on the on the other person's life that, that hopefully it could help, you know, on some level stop or slow down the rates that this is happening because it I feel like it has gotten completely out of control and it and it in secrecy is where the problem dwells. And the more mm-hmm. we can talk about it, the more hopefully we can avoid some of it in the first place. I agree. And before you before you comment, Desiree, let me just interject <clears throat> And so this Me Too, you know, uh, Time's Up movement, from my perspective, from a man's perspective, was timely. As you said, it smoked out all the evil, the bad guys out of the closets, out of the caves, out of the, out of the boardrooms, out of the, the offices. 
you know, usurping unrighteous dominion, using their power uh, mm-hmm. over these women. So I agree with you. But at some point, no matter what your past has been, you have a spotless future. So Desiree, comment on what you wanted to say that would add into what Jennifer said. But let me ask you even another question, Desiree. Take us to the next okay. level of, okay, so where do we go from here? We can't just keep identifying these 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 insensitive male chauvinist pigs at some point (laughs) we've got to take some positive action and turn Mm -hmm. it into a positive movement instead of a shaming blaming movement so what do you think well the first thing that came to mind when jennifer was speaking was we need to teach our boys to be more in tune with their emotions and to be okay with with showing emotion and showing love um because i feel like Sometimes there's this stigma that guys have to shove it all down and they can't feel it. And then they have these buildup of emotions that they don't know how to process. And so I think really teaching them to be in tune with who they are and to be okay with showing emotion and love and affection and even sadness and and fear at times, I think those are all appropriate emotions that they should be able to, to express openly. Um, And also, I think the biggest teacher for women who have who have sons is to show their sons that they love and they respect themselves. And if you can show your sons the love and respect that you have for yourself and what will and will not be tolerated, I think that's a great lesson. And teaching them how to love and respect women by how you allow them to treat you and how you allow their father to treat you and just to really show up for yourselves and to just teach them through example. So that's that's what came to mind when Jen was talking Um that's powerful. Let me interject this before you take the second part of the question. So that's what I've, you know, I have one son and three daughters. That's what I've tried to teach my daughters is mm-hmm. if you want to know how your boyfriend, if you marry him, if you want to know how he will treat you as his wife, watch how he treats his mother while you're dating. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you've said. Okay, take us to the yeah. next part of the question. Um, I'm trying to remember what the question was now, What's Dan. What's next? How do we turn this from a negative catching men doing something wrong to a positive teaching boys to become real men and really focusing in on the the real purpose of this movement, which is to help women who have been sexually abused or experienced domestic violence and trauma to, to take the next step and get their lives back. Well, I think that we need to take the focus off men are bad or men have the tendency that all men are like this because that's not true. There's good men men out there. And I see, I think, really focusing on what good men do and really looking at what how men do treat women and what is appropriate. Just taking the light off the negative and focusing so much on the perpetrator and focusing more on the positive behaviors and, and aspects. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And let me pose another question that we can that we can address. <clears throat> so your show is called Empowered. I want to know what that means to you, each of you, and now start shifting gears so that we can get my listeners to join your tribe as well. <laughs> And how we can contact you as professional speakers, as life coaches, as as breakthrough coaches, as just amazing human beings. We had so much fun interacting together the other day for a full day at my speaker's boot camp. And you brought so much class and so much to that, that environment that we spent together for so long. So I'm encouraging everyone to listen and everyone to join your tribe. 
Let's just focus on one question before we go to another uh, commercial break. The question to me is, I mean, the question to you from me is, what does, what's the difference between power, authority, you know, leadership versus empowerment and influence? How about if one of you talk about, um, yeah, what you think leadership, authority, power is, and if it's good or bad, and then the other one take take us to the next level of, okay, so what's the difference and why do we call it empowered? Why do we call it influence instead of leadership? Who wants to go first? Well, my first thoughts were um, leadership. When you talk about leadership and being powerful, that's not really, that's that can lead to a misuse of authority. And so it's not really because you're empowering them or you're influencing them for good, which is ultimately going to lead the, to the change that you're looking for. And so there's a difference there. You can evoke power, but it doesn't mean that you're going to evoke change. That's deep. That's great. That's perfect. <laughs> okay. Pressure's on, girl. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, I think kind of going along with what Des said, my thoughts are if you're in a, in a position of power or authority, that's maybe like a, a position you've been hired into or possibly voted into or whatever the case may be, but you're you're trying to assert power or influence over someone else. And to me, empowerment is more of an internal thing. It's more a, I'm in charge of my own empowerment and, and I do it for myself. And then I get to be an example to others through being empowered myself. I, I can essentially be a leader to others in a more natural way just by being empowered myself, by taking back that power that is mine. Like to me, it's it's more of a personal, um, internal thing, whereas a leadership or authority is more external or, you know, kind of like Des said, trying to exert your power or authority over someone else, whether that's good or bad, whether it's in a positive way or not, to me, empowered is more of a personal thing, more of a mm-hmm. something that you have permission to give away or take back at any time. Nobody I'll, can take that. I love it. So in my words, inspired people don't have to be motivated. And in my experience, most people hate their jobs. They only look forward to Friday instead of Monday. They're <laughs> paid by the hour when in reality we're paid for the value we bring to that hour. So would you say, after we come back from this commercial break, would you say that empowering people is to inspire them to appreciate themselves, almost like you were talking about what you're training your young boys to do, the way you're, you're blessing their lives by helping them think correct thoughts about loving themselves and appreciating and honoring themselves so that they'll be in a position to love and honor others. So the question that we have to uh, pose here that you shall answer when we come back from commercial <laughs> break is... How do you use this empowering power that you say is inside of each of us to turn a negative experience into a positive, to turn a bad day into a good day, to validate that in life there's no mistakes, only lessons? This is Dan Clark, VoiceAmerica.com, Influencers Channel. My guests are the amazing Desiree Aldridge, Jennifer Buss, co-host of the show that immediately follows this show on Influencer Channel called Empowered. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the answer to this amazing question. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. I just got out of a meeting where the unbelievable Dan Clark was the keynote speaker. 
He is clearly the most interesting man in the world. He's been in the space. He reminded us to think bigger. He's a primary contributor to those chicken soup books. And he inspired all of us to make our lives matter. He taught us how to deal with change like he had to when he had to recover from a paralyzing football injury. Everybody needs to hear his message on leadership and safety and how he turns last place NFL teams into Super Bowl champions. Call this number, 1-800-676-1121 and visit danclark.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're listening to The Art of Significance, featuring your host, Dan Clark. If you want to join in on this week's discussion, give us a call at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop Dan a line via email to danclark at xmission.com. Now back to The Art of Significance. Here again is Dan Clark. Welcome back. My guests are Desiree Aldridge and Jennifer Buss, and for the last... 45 minutes, I've been misrepresenting their amazing show. (laughs) This is the Influencer Show, but immediately after this show ends, you need to click over to another one of the voiceamerica.com channels called the Empowerment Channel, where you'll find their program Empowered, and it's in the time slot immediately after mine. Now that I've taken care of that, (laughs) I confess my sins. Let's just get back to the show. So, how do you turn a negative into a positive? How do you use power? How do you turn power and authority into empowerment and positive influence? Each of you would teach us about what is at the heart and soul of your practices of what you do off the air. I think it's, it's you know, all of us go through, we can't escape childhood and, and our youth years without having different things that knock us down, that make us question our worth, that have us wondering, you know, different things that we all struggle with. I think we all have struggled with those same disempowering thoughts and beliefs. And and for me, it's, you know, especially when you've been through something so big and traumatic as, as sex abuse or, you know, domestic violence or abu- I, I, as a social worker, I worked with a lot of children of abuse and, and I, I've just seen how much it affects your personal worth and the views that you have on yourself and, and thinking that that you're just not worthy of love or, you know, whatever those beliefs are that are created for you. And it's so empowering when you can realize that um, 
you know, some people think that this trauma is something that they have to have negatively affect them for their whole lives. And they think that some of these situations are things that you can never recover and heal from. But when you can recognize the power within you to actually overcome those things and to actually let that tragic thing that you went through turn into some of your best strengths and be able to really truly take that power back that was always yours. Nobody can take it away. You can give it away, but nobody can take it away. And to take that back and reclaim that and to stand in your power and know that just because I was a victim once doesn't make me a victim for life. Um, that, you know, in that moment or moments of my life, I was a victim, but, but I'm not choosing to live in that victimhood anymore. I think even people that haven't been through major traumas sometimes can live in that victimhood state of mind without even realizing it. And they give so much power to everybody else over who can make them happy or who can make them sad or who can, you know, give them a bad day or, and, and to be able to realize the power is all yours to be able to decide every single day whether you're going to stand in your power, whether you're going to have a good day, whether, you know, it's taking back that power that is, it's, it's all ours and it's always been ours. And some of us just give it away for a time. And, and it is, I don't know how, what other word to use other than completely empowering to be able to recognize the ways we've been giving that power away and to be able to take it back. Um, and not in a forceful way, just in a, in a standing in our confidence and, um, really just reclaiming back our happiness and sometimes our health and all kinds of things that can fall along the wayside as we're well letting that, you know, piece of power go. Wow. It's almost like, you know, Mrs. Roosevelt, uh, you know, no one can make you feel like a failure without your own consent, so to speak. I can't oh, yeah. make you feel good. I can't make you feel bad. You choose how my influence influences you, but still you're in charge. The only person you're not in charge of is whether or not you're in charge. That's kind of what you're saying, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Comment, girl. <laughs> well, the first thing that came to mind is any negative experience that happens to us can be turned into a positive one because there's always lessons we can learn from them. There's always growth that we can gain from them. And that's essential to our growth and development in life. We have to experience the opposition to know the good. And so it's essential for us. And so it's just power of choice. It's it's like Jen was talking about. Do we want to stay in victimhood or do we want to become the victor of our life? Do we want to fall victim to our circumstances or do we want to rise up to the challenge? And that's really what it's all about. It's a power of choice. There was a quote that I heard a while ago and I and I spoke about it on our our show a few weeks ago and it was the story that you tell, the life story that you tell becomes your personality. And I had to, like, think about that for a moment. Like, what life story am I telling? And what are others receiving from me? Is, is it a positive experience or is it a negative one? And I, I really want to look at my life and look at the experiences that I've had and, and take what's positive out of them, what I can learn, even if it's from a tragic experience, what did I learn and gain? And what can I teach others from that? And so I think that that's, that's really powerful. And I think that that's how we can empower ourselves is recognizing that we're given these opportunities to learn and grow from. I love it. As I would say, pain is a signal to grow, not to suffer. Once we learn the lesson, the pain teaches us, the pain goes goes away. So in life, there's no mistakes, only lessons. Would you agree? 
I would agree. Wholeheartedly agree. Okay, so how do we how do we track you you women down? You're you're amazing <laughs> and you have individual practices. Do you ever team up and and you know have group therapy? Do you ever create a mind share, a mastermind where the two of you would be in charge and you could invite people to join your tribe? If not, I just planted a million dollar idea. <laughs> we we have a brand new Facebook group and it's just called Empowered with Des and Jen that they can find us at and join that group. Well, we you couldn't have- spell Dan with Des, Jen and Dan? Come on. <laughs> well, sure. Do you want to partner? Welcome to be a part of it. We can partner. Um, (laughs) So yeah, as well as a Facebook page, it's just called Empowered, and you'll you'd recognize our faces um, from the photo that that's you know featured on your show as guests. Um, And then again, like you said, on the Empowerment Channel here, um, they can definitely. We'd love to have people tune in and listen to all our our previous topics. We try to cover a wide range of ways that you can empower yourself, whether it's with your health and healing, whether it's financial relationships. Um, we have a lot of awesome topics. And so, yeah, we would love to have you join us and look us up. Again, Facebook group, there's going to be all kinds of announcements and different programs and things like Dan mentioned that, that Des and I are collaborating to to create maximum value for those wanting to find more empowerment in their lives. Is there a website that we could go to right now? We are actually in the process of creating one right yeah, now. I believe it will be published this week, right? So we can give them the right. web address, right? Well, yes, it's empoweredwithdesandjen.com. Okay. And even if it doesn't, even if they can't get through to you, it should say under construction or some real clever thing so that they at least have the address that they can go back to. Right. And Jen and I are always looking for opportunities to speak on stages and get our message out there. So if there's anybody out there that would like us to come to an event of theirs, um, they can just email us at empoweredwithdesandjen at gmail.com. Yep, and I highly recommend that you bring these ladies in. You're amazing. (laughs) You have great messages. Okay, so we have a few minutes to the end of the show. I... uh, I hate ending anything with facts and figures. You know, the most important time of our talks, our speeches on stages or our interviews, the things that people remember the most are the things we say first and the things we say less. I mean, last, not less. <laughs> that's, that's funny. And so to each of you, I want you to think for a moment about a real experience, a story that has a hello and a goodbye of someone that you've worked with, remove the name to protect the innocent, Someone that you've that you've worked with that you've actually seen transform their lives, um, and and get their lives back, get their their empowerment back. Is that putting you on the spot, or do you have a, a story or an experience that you each could share? I would love to share one. Um, one that just happened recently. Um, I have a friend who has really struggled with her health for several years. Um, She's been been diagnosed with 14 chronic illnesses. She's had a hard time getting out of bed and living her life, and she's really struggled with self-worth. And I was actually visiting with her the other day, and she she was so happy. She was so proud of herself. And she told me that for the first time in probably 15, 20 years, she was able to, she, she loves to go hiking with her husband. So they've started hiking. They've started um, a, new, a new diet plan where they're eating whole food foods and they're really taking care of themselves. And 
she was telling me, she was so excited. She's like, Desiree, guess what I did? And I was like, what's that? She's like, I ran a mile. And she's like, I've not ran a mile in 15 years. She's like, I did it. I did it. And she's like, I'm no longer claiming those diseases. I'm no longer claiming that as part of my life. I am healthy and I am whole. And she, she kept telling me, she goes, I just feel so empowered. I'm, I'm empowered. I can do this. I can live the life that I've always desired. And a lot of it has just been that mindset, that mindset and that shift that she can do it. She can empower her life. She can live the life of her dreams and she's doing it. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this is Jen, and I'm currently currently working with a friend who she's gone from a situation of being in a marriage that uh, has been completely disempowering, a husband that's been cheating on her and and making her to believe that it's because she's not worth more. And, and she's bought into some of those lies and, and ugliness, and she feels like she doesn't deserve anything better. And it's it was a really, really sad situation to see her and come to me and saying, how can I just get him to love me? How can I just this and that? And for me to try to help her see, like, this has nothing to do with you, your worth, your lovability, like nothing, nothing to do with you other than you're putting up with stuff that you shouldn't be putting up with. And I've, I've tried to help her see her worth and to see that she doesn't deserve what he's doing to her. And as he's telling her, I want a divorce and she hasn't wanted it. She's, she's been begging him to, to stay. And, and, and I finally see her standing in her power as, as they are facing this divorce and, and with her little, her child that she's being an awesome example to as she's starting to turn that mindset around and claiming her power and, and realizing that she doesn't deserve him and that she doesn't deserve this, you know, lifestyle that she's bought into for so long and and stepping out of that place of, you know, begging someone like that to stay in her life and 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 she's really starting to see the situation for what it is. She's starting to finally see her worth for what it is and and it's so for me it's just so fulfilling to see her and to recognize and remember who she is and and being more true to herself because um, it's it's just hard to see a friend in that situation that is you know putting up with so much that they shouldn't be putting up with and and to see her stand in her power and and start to realize that she's worth so much more than what mm-hmm. you know what she's been put through with him. I love it. So one last question to each of you, a minute each. We have about four minutes before the end of the show. So with my experience in all those years with Chicken Soup for the Soul and friendship with Bob Proctor and The Secret and the Law of Attraction, what we need to remember is that the definition, the bottom line definition of the Law of Attraction is we attract what we believe we deserve Mm -hmm. in personal relationships, in love, in a job, in a family setting, in a future. Each one of you talk to that for a moment about how can we change uh, well, I like to say, if you don't want, like what you're attracting, then change what's attracting it. You know, for so me, what's the advice for both of you on that? This is Des. Um, for me, I found myself in the same space. I didn't like what I was attracting in my life. I had severe health problems. My relationships were down the tube. I felt alone. I felt abandoned, and I really had to look at my mindset. And what really helped me, and what was really powerful. When I started paying attention to my thoughts, and so when I'd have a negative thought pop into my mind, I'd actually write it down on a notebook, 
And then I would just take this list and at the end of the week, I'd look at it. And when I looked at what I was saying to myself, it was apparent why I was having the results that I was having in my life. And so I would, I would shift those beliefs. I'd write them down on, on a piece of paper and I would shift them into a positive one. And whenever that thought, that negative thought would pop into my mind, I'd automatically replace it with another one. And sometimes it took me consistency all day long. I could feel like a negative thought coming. So I'd hurry and think of a positive one and it was consistent effort, but it worked. Well, what do you think, Jen? Awesome. I'm it, along kind of similar lines. I, I love to present a process called the labels process. And in that I share some of the labels that I started accepting for myself from the time I was a young child through my teenage years, you know, after the trauma and some of those being victim and unlovable and unworthiness and all of these things that I continued to carry into my adult years and what that attracted for me. And that attracted more times to become a victim and that attracted the wrong marriage and then a divorce Mm -hmm. and then being a single mom and developing chronic illness and all of these negative things that were created because of the labels that I chose to believe about myself and in shedding those labels and turning them around I was able to find wholeness and and health and healing. I was able to find my true love. I was able to um, find all of the good positive things that I had been seeking for my whole life, but not realizing I was sabotaging by the beliefs that I had carried about myself. And so definitely the power of um, kind of turning that around. And that doesn't mean a challenge isn't going to come up, but we're more suited to deal with and handle those Mm -hmm. problems when we're standing in the right mindset and believing the the right things about ourselves that that are going to lead us to happiness. Because absolutely, we definitely create the life that, that, you know, we based on our beliefs and our mindset, it, it creates the kind of life that we have. I love it. This is Dan Clark. We're on the Influencers Channel of VoiceAmerica.com. My guests have been Desiree Aldridge, Jennifer Buss. Stay tuned. Tune over to another channel here on VoiceAmerica.com called the Empowerment Channel, and they immediately follow this broadcast. Again, if you want to join my tribe, DanClark.com is my website. And uh, I appreciate you, Desiree. I appreciate you, Jennifer. Anyone within the sound of my voice, tune in (laughs) to them, join their tribe, look for them as speakers, as teachers, as mentors. And one final uh, repeat of the email that they can track you down on right now. Empowered with Des and Jen at gmail.com. And thank you so much, Dan. We look forward to featuring you on our show in, I think, two weeks from today is yep, when we I'm get excited. to have you. So. And as I always say to my listeners, remember our military troops and families in your prayers. God bless America, and we'll uh, have you on, on, on my show as listeners next week. Have a good one. Thanks for being part of the show. Be sure to join Dan Clark next Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time for another edition of The Art of Significance on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Remember, you too can achieve the level beyond success.